Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I got to be the captain of my college cheer team in my freshman year of college, which was a pretty big deal for me. It opened a lot of opportunities for me from gaining friends, popularity, and even travels. I had always imagined a perfect life, and that was exactly what I had gotten. I was fairly attractive according to the standards of society. I was very popular in college, and everyone was nice to me, so I'd like to think that they liked me. And let's not even get started with the boys. It was like most of the guys in that college were at my tail, waiting, hoping I would break up with my boyfriend. But before we move on, like this video, hit that subscribe button, and activate the notification bell, and you will be the most popular person in your neighborhood. Trust me, it works. But that was never going to happen, as my boyfriend was the best of all. He was handsome, athletic, and was on the college football team. He was a little on the stupid side, I agree, but he was very sweet and I loved him with all my heart. Then I had an amazing cheer team who were also my closest friends and I was pretty good at my academics. That's why college was amazing. It was similar to my home life. I had my own apartment, but my parents were rich business people, so I didn't have to work much and I had a twin brother who was also my best friend. We knew everything about each other and had no secrets between us. So my life was beautifully perfect, and honestly, I couldn't have asked for anything more or anything different. I was grateful and thankful for everything and everyone in my life as they were. However, nothing perfect ever lasts, and I came to realize that and experience it in a very bitter way. In fact, I even thought of it as life being cruel to me after such a long and beautiful period of perfection. So the realization started one specific day, which was one of the most important days of my life. It was one of the match days with our rival college, and we had been giving our full energy, heart, and soul to prepare for the best cheer for our football team. We had traveled to many places and colleges doing cheers, but this specific game was important because it was the biggest event we had ever performed in with famous sports celebrities present. We had prepared three amazing cheer routines, each of two minutes because we were committed to boosting the confidence and performance of our football team. 
And as the cheer captain, it was a big moment for me. Okay, people, start warming up, I told my cheer team and went to walk my boyfriend to the football field as he was playing. Before entering the field, I gave him a kiss for good luck. You're going to do awesome, I said. You're going to do better than me, he said and ran off to the field with his teammates. I too came back and started warming up and preparing for the performance. Then the football game started and soon after that, it was also time for our cheer performance. So first, we created a V formation to start off and I was about to shout the first cheer. But suddenly, I started feeling weak and dizzy. My feet started to tremble and I just collapsed on the ground. I obviously didn't have any idea what happened after I collapsed. But I woke up a few minutes later to find out that the cheer performance was already done and everyone was concerned about me. How are you feeling? The college nurse asked me as soon as I got up. I'm still feeling weak. I replied, and she suggested that I instantly go to a hospital. I knew in that condition I would not be able to perform in the next two rounds of cheer, so I thought going to the hospital was a wise choice. Let us go with you, one of my friends from the team said as I was about to leave, but I insisted they stay as our team was already short of one person. My boyfriend was also in the field, and he had no idea about what was going on, so I thought to let him be as it wasn't a big deal, and I was very much capable of taking myself to the hospital. I, sure, could have called my parents or my brother, but I remembered them telling me that they had some important business just the other day, and my brother had an important exam, so I didn't want to bother them either. After reaching the hospital, I met up with the doctor, and he put me through some tests, like some blood tests, x-rays, and a whole body checkup. When the doctor was finally done checking me thoroughly, he made a face as if he had seen a ghost. He even called in another doctor and asked her to go through my reports again and she made the same face. I was so worried, I had no idea what was going on. Is it that bad, Doc? I asked. Then he let out a long sigh and first asked if someone was with me. So I told him there was no one, and only then he proceeded to answer my question. Your vital organs are failing rapidly, and if it keeps on at this rate, you might not have more than five days to live. He said in a very serious tone. I was shocked to my core after hearing that, but the doctor kept on speaking. I am so sorry to tell you this, but there is no cure for a condition like yours. We can just give you some medication to ease your pain, he added. He also told me that I could choose to be admitted to the hospital for the rest of my remaining days, or go out in the world and live freely and that it was completely up to me as the hospital was not going to make any difference, even if I stayed there. So I made my choice. I decided not to stay in the hospital and spend... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. In my five precious days there. For that, I also decided not to tell my parents or anyone else anything about it and keep it a secret because I knew that if they knew, they would for sure admit me to the hospital hoping to find a cure. I didn't cry or panic about the fact that I was going to be gone too soon. I just maintained my calm and headed home as if nothing happened. Meanwhile, I also texted my boyfriend and friends that my health was all normal and I just had a little moment of weakness as I hadn't been eating well for the last few days. The next day, I decided to go out with my closest friends, aka my cheer team, and spend the rest of the day with them. We did all the fun activities we used to do, like get brunch, go to the spa, get our nails done, and get some massages. It was overall a relaxing day, and a day well spent. I didn't choose any adventurous activity to do with them, because my body was a little weak for that. After returning to my apartment, I lit some healing incense candles and did some meditation in hopes that my body would heal. Even though I knew what the doctor had said, I still believed some miracle would happen and I would heal and live. The next day, I planned a date with my boyfriend. Although I wanted to spend all my time with him, I had to make sure I gave everyone I love enough time with me. So we went on a nice date at the beach. It was our favorite, as our first date was on a beach as well. We sat there talking till late in the evening and returned back to my apartment after watching the sunset. After returning, he made me dinner, my favorite, mushroom ravioli. I had such a nice day with him, but inside I felt terrible having to keep my condition a secret from him. Then he went to bed first and I did the candle and meditation routine over again. I don't know why, but I felt like this was actually healing me. On the third day, I got my parents to spend some time with me. I went home and since I couldn't do much activity, we just sat in the living room talking. Whenever I talked to them, I would think of how much they love me and how much I love them back and how unhappy they would have been if they knew I had so little time to live. After talking for a while, my mom and dad went to the kitchen. We're making everything you like today. I hope you came with a good appetite, my dad said as he entered the kitchen. While they were cooking, I browsed through some movies to choose, which we were going to watch. The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings were our favorites, but they were lengthy, so I chose The Shawshank Redemption as it was the second to our favorite. Shortly, they were done preparing everything, and my boyfriend and brother had also arrived. So we brought our plates of food to the living room, put on the movie, and spent our day like that, being lazy, but spending much-needed quality time as a family. The fourth day also arrived, and I decided to spend it with my twin brother. We set out a picnic mat under the backyard tree by the lake. We brought some picnic food and board games like we used to do ever since we were kids. We spent our time talking and catching up on each other's life. I especially wanted to make sure he was happy with his life. So I asked him about his academics and why he didn't have a girlfriend yet. I will have a girlfriend when I find the right person. He replied and added that his academics were going really well. I was very happy about it and everything was going well. But then he suddenly asked me about my life and if I was happy. It was with him, and at that moment, that I felt the most terrible about keeping my condition a secret, because we had always told each other everything, and there was not a single secret between us. 
except that one. I got so emotional because of that, that I started crying like a baby in the middle of the conversation. He must have immediately figured out something was not right. So he hugged me and asked if I was going through anything painful and not telling him. I am very happy, I said and kept my secret. Then it was the fifth day, the supposed to be last day of my life. On that day, I called all my friends over to my house for a kind of small lunch party. My parents, boyfriend, and brother were already there. The day to me was bittersweet. I had turned pale, and it was visible that I was sick, but I covered it up with makeup. However, I was feeling weak and didn't want to move much. So I just took a chair and watched my family and friends having fun and enjoying everything. Seeing them happy made me feel like I had the strength in me to heal, and their love was a key. But still, I felt like keeping my condition a secret was the right thing to do, and I was happy about that decision, because if I hadn't, instead of enjoying and having fun, my friends and family would be crying over me in my hospital bed and looking at me with pity. If it was going to be the last moment of my life, I would have chosen to see them happy and smiling. That day too was over, and after spending time with my loved ones, I honestly felt a lot better. I lit the candles and meditated, imagining each of my organs healing, and I was feeling like it was working. Right now is the eve of the sixth day before going to bed. I recorded this before the day ends, so at least you know my story. I'm unsure if I will wake up or not the next morning, or if I will live to see another day. But what I am sure about is that I have no regrets. Thanks for watching. Have you ever kept a deep secret all to yourself? Let us know in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe and check out other videos on the channel.